What's up, everybody? Welcome to Witty Banter, episode number 65. Thank you, Hunter. 65. I'm one of your hosts, Chase Williams. Joining me today is the long, tall Texan Hunter Dorsett. Howdy, y'all. And Mac and Maxie Dangus, Max Scott. What's up, guys? Well, Where did that Dangus name come you? from? Maxidangus. Um, honestly, what it was was like I was trying to think of cool tags or like a name for my um, like and street fighter I fucked fighter up stuff. really bad. And I was just like, dude, I'm taking this way too seriously. And I watched that episode of uh, Tim and Eric where it's just the Odangus. Well, was coming uh, up, and I was like, okay, that's perfect. Maxidangus. Yeah. Well, Max, you've been on the show for four straight weeks, man. What's going on? It's starting to become Hope a regular here, man. Hey. Yeah, the the it's starting to feel a bit redundant to call you a guest. Okay. But I, like I don't know. <laughs> anyway, how you guys been doing? I've been doing really good. I've been chilling, uh, taking some summer classes, killing them, crushing them all, taking one of my final tests tomorrow. Should not be a problem. Other than that, dude, I've just been chilling fat, chilling I'm, hard. I'm super Hunter, busy, dude. I've been yeah, working Hunter's my been... ass off a lot. So, <laughs> but it's is been it good. One of those things where like it comes in waves, or has it been like a? Do you think this is going to be the pace for a while? It's been a long weird because like as an auditor, you always hear about like oh busy season, busy season. But like I guess with this particular team and this particular agenda that we're on, like it's just been steady flow of work since since the beginning of the year. So it's been good, and like I've been since challenging the beginning with, of the year. Yeah. I've been like challenging myself, but uh, but yeah, it's been it's been good. Except for that like six week hiatus you took. I I was available <laughs> for a while, yes, and that was not from my own doing. But uh, yeah, we're uh, we're doing well now. Good. Awesome, man. Yeah, Witty Banter is a show where we review a beer, and the re- beer we are reviewing today is the Resin by Six Point Craft Ales. And Hunter. I thought you'd get out a kick out of this one because last time we had a nug on a can, you were getting your jollies off. Now we just got straight up resin in a can. <laughs> we're, we're sticking Classic. to the bottom of the bowl here. <laughs> <laughs> we're, sticking, we're scraping it up right now, dude. So, uh, so I'm, I got some beer specs for you. Um, so we got it's it's the style is it's an American double slash imperial IPA. Fuck. Okay, it's 9.1% alcohol by volume. Yeah, we've been bringing the fucking heavy hitters recently. I'm so happy about it, too. Um, and by the way, Six Point, six point Craft Ales, or I guess I see Six Point Brewery is a, a New York brewery, which is cool. Yeah. And on the can, first off, let's just talk about the can for a second. First off, it's in a can. It's, that's it looks like a big Red Bull can, so you kind of think it's like energy drinkish, maybe even just like a European soda or something, mm-hmm. but this is a really cool can. It's like a light green, tall, slender can. Very easy. Yeah, to it doesn't hold. look like your average beer can. Mm-mm. It almost looks which like which automatically soda. makes me drawn to it. I'm yeah. digging. It. I think that was this recommended to us by the guy at Witchcraft, or was this just one that yeah. we were like we spotted? Well, we were like, yes, we picked it up, and then he was like, oh, this is one of my favorites. Okay, Ooh. so yeah, the the beer can's cool, and so the note that's actually on the uh, the inscription on the back. <laughs> says, resin is not about fearing the mysterious and potent force of the hop cone. It's about embracing it. Feel it coat your tongue. Tang- <laughs> Tango with the malt and slap some bitter sense into you. 
Yes, it stings, but feels so good at the same time. Now that's mad science. Mm. Dude, the second I poured it, and by the way, it's like a copper amber color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty filtered. But the second I poured it, I mean, and, and opened up the can, it just smelled like hop. Yeah. And it, it does smell, it smells fucking dank. It really does. You know, it <laughs> smells <laughs> resiny. For sure. Cron nugs up in this. <laughs> Cron <crumb> nugs. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bitter. Um, but honestly, just on my first gulp, like I haven't been really drinking a lot of IPA recently, um, mostly because I'm kind of I was just kind of sick of that over over present hop and bitterness. But this one, you can tell it's strong, but there's something about the the characteristic of the beer that like makes it pretty easy to drink. Like it feels like creamy and smooth when you drink it. Yeah. It almost catches you off guard with that bitterness at first and then you're just like, oh okay. All right. Well, let's just let this, <laughs> I like let's see where this yeah. is going, you know? I agree. <laughs> I think it like it it does have all that upfront like thing stuff you'd um expect and kind of like your Imperial double IPAs is like it is kind of hoppy and bitter up front, but then it does mellow out and get like a really smooth uh, feel to it but then I guess whenever it like at the back end of the taste I do get a little bit of sting from that like higher alcoholic content too it does stick around I guess like for me yeah like it, it feels like warm in my stomach right yeah. now <laughs> the yeah. bitterness stays in your mouth too it's like not like it's still there it doesn't like end smooth yeah, it doesn't or just finish just like yeah. go away you know it's just it's like acceptable mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, I'm digging it though, man. Like I've been <laughs> waiting to good. get a beer that's like kind of more sh- straightforward, like this. You know, I yeah. mean, I feel like we've we've kind of ventured left and right here and there, but this is one that I feel kind of more comfortable reviewing and like enjoying. Mm-hmm. So this will be a this will be dope, very dope, but super dank, cool. Uh, I just want to remind our listeners that I was on a podcast called Pixel Pulse Radio, and that is up now at their website. It was a whole lot of fun, so I want you guys to all go check it out because they're doing a lot of cool stuff over there. And if you're a listener from Pixel Pulse Ra- Radio checking us out, welcome. It's happy to happy to have Hi. you. If you enjoy the show, and this is for anybody, if you enjoy the show, I'm going to put you on a mission this week. I want you to tell somebody about Witty Banter. I love it. I want you to get <laughs> Witty Banter in the hands of someone else. All right? Do we, we got to... Sp- you we know, gotta spread like a venereal disease. <laughs> you know right. what I was thinking about? You, you know can't what get I, rid of us. You know what I think will <laughs> will lube the spread of the witty banter uh, contagion? Yeah. Huh? I think we need stickers, man. Oh Please. yeah, we we definitely need stickers. I mean, how can we really be a legitimate podcast and get worldwide? Without, without some stickers, stickers you know. Yeah, Absolutely. without putting stickers in a bathroom somewhere. <laughs> yeah, some dude just walking in there and just like, you know what? Yeah, today I'm going to try that I've, out. I don't think I've talked about this on the show, but my sneakiest spread of witty banter was actually at Tyson's Tacos, um. where we were sitting there at the table just eating, and these two guys were sitting there with their phones out uh, talking about podcasts and like swapping podcasts with each other. And I just like leaned over and I was like, hey, are you guys talking about podcasts? I'm like, yeah. And I was like... Have you heard about Witty Banter? No, I haven't heard about that one. I was like, oh, it's the show where they blah, blah, blah. I basically told them all about Witty Banter and never mentioned once that I was that the... That I was in it. And oh, I was like, yeah, perfect. you guys should that's definitely check it out. It. Yeah. yeah, and they pulled it up on their phone. They hit subscribe. I'm like, all right, cool, man. Thanks. Sick. Don't like, unsubscribe, boom. man. That <laughs> was like... Cha-ching. That's like dude, way smoother than what I do. In fact, dude, last time I was at Tyson's Tacos, I freaking overheard a girl talking about a podcast. And then like later I was like, hey... 
So you listen to podcasts? I, I have actually a, heard I have, I have a podcast, <laughs> which is like podcast. super lame. That's but the worst thing you can start off with. The coolest like. part was she was like, <laughs> Hey, I, do you like podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I have a podcast too. So we were like, oh, we'll kick ass. Cool. Yeah. So, well, I'm not going to listen yeah. to Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> cool, man. Somebody should definitely check that out. You should check out mine. That's for sure. That would be cool. We're jerks. Uh, <laughs> we are jerks. Well, I mean, saturation. I got to say, though. Even though everyone and their mother has a podcast, ours is definitely a step above. I'm I'm confident enough in saying that, dude. I'm I'm really proud of our of our uh, of our tidbits of our show. It's a very professional podcast. Mm. All right, yeah, good, Max. I wanted you to hop in on the dick stroking a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you I like it. Yeah, stroking your guys' dicks for you. you, know? what do you think about that? <laughs> How's it feel? You're joining. Max, what are you doing? Give me yeah, a little I mean, shake here, Max. Stroking it or what, man? What are you doing here? <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the news. This. Is witty banter. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of gross. Yeah, well, <laughs> that was like a golem beep of sorts. Yeah, it, was, it was a loogie beep. <laughs> okay, number one, Clash of Clans developer Supercell has been sold. The developer of the incredibly popular mobile game Clash of Clans, Supercell, has been sold to Tencent Holdings for $8.6 billion. Damn. According to a report by the Wall Street Journal. Supercell's biggest mobile game is Clash of Clans, but they also developed other popular titles such as Boom Beach, Clash Royale, and Heyday. Tencent, which is a um, Chinese publishing company, also has a controlling stake in Riot Games and their title League of Legends. Wow. So these guys are okay. fucking everywhere. Yeah. Tencent purchased Riot Games five years ago for a comparatively measly $400 million. <laughs> Nothing. Jump change. Yeah, screw that. I just wanted to get your guys' gut reaction on the fact that Clash of Clans is worth, or that developer, rather, is worth $8.6 billion. I mean, it's still always going to be impressive, but it's like not surprising anymore. You know, That's not surprising to you? Well, I mean, just Minecraft, like when Minecraft got sold to, uh, or when when Microsoft bought Mojang, yeah. they they spent two point five billion dollars, oh, and I it? thought that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. and like comparatively, I, that is pretty wild. I didn't realize that. Yeah, Minecraft sold for a fourth. That's Twitch crazy. Twitch got sold to Amazon for like nine hundred something million. Really? Okay, yeah. yeah. Then my perception is way off. I'm wondering how much of that is uh, considerably like goodwill. Which is just like they have clout in the marketplace and people like know the name. And so the company buying them is willing to pay for it. I'm also wondering how much of like, you know, if, if you have a comparative like Mojang where you have two like incredibly popular, well-selling games like Minecraft and Clash of Clans. What is I wonder if the biggest difference is that like maybe um, what is the name of this one that, that's getting sold again? Clash uh, Supercell. Supercell. Maybe they have a little bit more like versatility, or like they can do more things than Mojang. I, what what would you say to that? I think that actually, I I think there is maybe something to that. Like I think Minecraft, like just owning owning that brand is pretty fucking huge because kids right now, you know, we grew up on Nintendo. They're growing up on Minecraft, <laughs> and, and, you know. Lucky um, 
But with <laughs> yeah, but would you say you like you bastards? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck dude, that. Man. I mean, you I like Nintendo video game <laughs> Legos. Yeah, dude, good. that's super DKR sick. DKR is my shit. Whatever, dude. I only got to play Minecraft for like a year until it got burnt out. And I was I've like, never man. played Minecraft ever. It was. I had one sick. night with Minecraft, and it was with Mr. Max, yeah, and it was with dude. Adam, and, and it was one of the most fun nights I've had. Dude, in video we games. had ambitions, man. We had goals. <laughs> did you chop down dude, some trees? Yeah, yeah, we did, man. We were gonna build Commie's Tower. Build Commie's Tower. Yeah, and then we realized that you really can't go as high as you would think in that game and then we just like left and never oh, came no. back but but to your point hunter um i mobile game development is much quicker way faster of a turnaround and the margin for like profit is way higher i would know? imagine like, yeah basically profitable. if you can get a game that's that catches fire um your operating cost is just going to be compared to what you're making is going to be tiny just raking um, in money. I, and i do i think a year or two ago, I read something. I'm going to totally get this number wrong, but it was like something to the tune that Supercell spent almost a million dollars a day on advertising for Clash of Clans. That doesn't surprise because, me at all. Because they were making so much money. You know, that's, that's, I mean, that, that blows my mind. Yeah, no, I mean, it doesn't surprise me mostly because I just saw so many Clash of Clans still commercials. See Clash of Clans commercials. I'm like, who doesn't already know about this? I mean, like, TV, you... like TV is expensive enough, but like I can't even imagine like their mobile advertising strategy as well. So yeah. I'm, I mean, good for them, man. I'm glad that you know. Is there like a comparable <laughs> company in the mobile sector? I mean, Clash of Clans is kind of like the biggest thing that I've heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there's. I mean, there was Zanga back when we were in high school, and yeah. they crashed hard, like massive layoffs. Um, so they aren't, they aren't, they were big for a little bit. Is words with um, friends still big? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is yeah. with grandmothers everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then maybe like uh, Hearthstone, of course, is massive on mobile platforms. Yeah. Do you know who um, made Candy Crush? Oh yeah, who did make Candy Crush? Here, vamp for me real quick. Okay. Uh, by the way, this because they just got bought, right? Candy Crush King, yeah. Candy Candy Crush got bought bought recently. Hmm. Oh. Let me here. Let me let me type it up. Okay. This beer is this so is, good. This beer is actually really okay. Good. They were <laughs> sold to Activision Blizzard for five point nine billion dollars. Activision Blizzard is one. So big? Activision bought Candy Crush for five point nine billion dollars. Damn. Wow. So yeah, I guess that would be pretty comparable. Damn, dude. This is fucking crazy. crazy man. I don't know. There's a lot what of times when I see when I when I see eva- like valuations like this, I'm like, that's there's no way. Like when people were like, Snapchat's worth like three billion dollars. I'm like, get fucked. There's no way. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I could see with uh, Snapchat. I mean, after this, I can see that now. Snapchat is like, in my opinion, they've Shut done a really fuck. good job of staying relevant and like keeping their stuff, you know, like on par. But when but, but when I think of like what actual services they're offering and what their actual assets are, I really think that a big part of that evaluation is just the zeitgeist and people getting kind of caught up in them. Like, you know, there's just no way that $3 billion that you could spend on either Snapchat would go as far as, like, being productive in society as buying $3 billion worth of, like, something else, you know? That's just how I, like, view. absolutely. But I feel like Snapchat is becoming, like, one of the corners of, like, social media. It's like, you got, like, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever else you want to throw Yeah, I agree. And what's funny is, like, I feel like it's it's the, the... people who are like five years below us like we just kind of came in above it and and that's why we're not really up on it you we know what i mean kind of experience both sides which i think is really I, cool. I, I i mess around with some <laughs> snapchat <laughs> yeah you may mess around with it but there are kids out there who have like massive followings and you know they do the they do the snappy chat <laughs> they do the snap and then somebody else chats to them and then boom boom bang bang 3.9 billion dollars they chat and then they snap 
<laughs> okay. Well, I'm actually going to go and use that as kind of a segue into our next story. Um, the, the headline is report Facebook paying $50 million to publishers and celebrities for live video. Facebook is shelling out tens of millions of dollars to media companies and some celebrities to use its live video streaming product, Facebook Live, according to a report from the Wall Street Journal. All told, the social giant is spending more than $50 million to, prov- to promote the service with BuzzFeed, The New York Times, and CNN, the three biggest beneficiaries. BuzzFeed is set to receive $3.05 million to broadcast live video on Facebook for 12 months beginning in March of this year. The New York Times is receiving $3.03 million to produce live video for the same 12-month period, and CNN is getting $2.5 million. It's funny how CNN is getting the least amount. <laughs> yeah, you know. Other media companies that have Facebook Live contracts with the social media giant include Vox, Mashable, The Huffington Post, and Tastemade. And a handful of celebrities are also being paid to make live video content, including Chef Gordon Ramsay and NFL quarterback Russell Wilson. Hmm. Now, I wanted to go ahead and segue into this one because we're, we're talking about Snapchat. And here we are now where live video in itself is becoming... Valuable, some <laughs> extremely valuable. Where Facebook is, yeah, Facebook is is investing in it, you know, pretty heavily. And I think what they're doing is they're they're doing this to compete directly with Periscope. You know, mm. they want people to use Facebook instead of Periscope. And like, um, I've read that like they're even using their algorithms to promote Facebook Live. Where if you start a Facebook Live video feed, it gives a notification to everybody. Yeah, it I was, yeah, was going to say that, dude. Yeah, it puts it front and center on your news feed. Yeah. And so I guess the, the way I wanted to frame the conversation is how do you feel about live streaming as entertainment? And um, do you think it's it is going to be maybe the next step of of uh, media? Yeah, you know? it's the new TV. I mean, TV is dying and live streaming is going to take over eventually. Maybe not tomorrow, maybe not in like 10 years, but like eventually it's the you know cable is going to be completely zoned out and it's everything is going to be done through streaming like that well you're saying so you're saying cable is dying not necessarily like tv as a no i mean like netflix shows and things like that a show that you could start through facebook live you know that's okay but i mean like having a separate entity for like a cable network is going to know everything will be through the internet eventually so yeah put your feet in the water now so you're there so i I mean i agree with that but then let's look at you know pre-recorded content and actual tv shows whether you're getting them from netflix or wherever versus like this live um approach because when we are talking about snapchat i know that there's also apps out there and i don't know the name of them that are extremely uh, popular with um, a much younger demographic where it's like you can only you like you send a video and you only get one shot to record it and it's about being like super in the moment and there's no like do overs and stuff like that. And automatically like, sends you out no matter how I was bad you say, fuck up. <laughs> like, that's actually yeah, pretty tight. That's actually super sick. Because like it's a I feel use. like while you know the sort of natural response to saying like oh people really like pictures let's give them videos oh people like videos how can we make that even better. We'll make it live. It's in person. It's in the moment. But I think editing is pretty fucking important, yeah. dude. Like, like a lot of my favorite videos are only funny because they've been cr- like very well edited. Yeah. You know, funny and so editing. Is I, I'm kind of, and I'm also kind of surprised at how much uh, of the people that you mentioned were like news uh, syndicates and stuff. I mean, it's yeah. it's like while. I guess I, I can see, especially with news, because they have to be in the moment and they have to be like always, always there, always reporting, always saying something. But like with just like entertainment 
and like BuzzFeed. I was like, what are they going to do that's live that's like super valuable and really funny and you know what I mean? Like that I'm going to want to watch regularly. Yeah, well, I think it's a new form of kind of not media like it, it's a new form of something because like when you look at. Yeah, because when you look at Snapchat, even um, like if you go to IGN's Snapchat page, they have a full team of people who create content seven days a week for their Snapchat channel. And, you know, it's just 10 second videos that go away every 24 hours. But um, a really good like analogy I've heard it call uh, be compared to is like one of those one a day calendars, you know, where you kind of look at it, you peel it, you read the thing, you peel it off, you come back the next day. It's kind of like that where they're IGN's doing a super good job at utilizing that form of media. You know, they're like, we're going to make funny 10 second clips that have to do with the culture that our audience is into. And they've got a massive following because of it, you know? Yeah, no, that's really cool. I will agree that like, or not agree. I'll just state that I do. I'm starting to become more annoyed with Facebook. And I've said that like plenty of times over with the career of Facebook that I've had, but like with the whole, like, they're going to notify me every time one of my friends goes quote unquote yeah. live. Well, you can turn that off. I don't know how to, man. I went and like tried to find it, couldn't they, find it. They will make it a hassle for you. Also, like, no, next next time it'll when that notification pops up, go to the top right of that rectangle and this is for our listeners too, you want to turn this shit <laughs> off. Um, and there's a little arrow. If you click that arrow, it'll arrow it'll say turn off notifications for live videos. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, they do the same thing with like your page has been viewed today and i'm like that shit bugs me fuck you that's fine i hate when my page is viewed no the thing is is like i'm pretty (laughs) sure that it's not being viewed i'm pretty sure they just say like every day they're just like you got a view today i'm Uh, like you're full of it (laughs) no one looked at my page today facebook (laughs) is like it kind of came around after myspace as something that's supposed to be like decluttering as opposed to myspace was where it was just like, all we are is like a status and it's like a lot more simplified. And then everything after that was like a more simplified form of like focusing on some element of social media, like Instagram, which mm. is like your pictures and Twitter is like just a few words and that kind of thing. Yeah. I think people are starting to see Facebook as like a little bit more cluttered than it used to be. Yeah. That sort of approach. Like it's there's a, a lot more icons everywhere. That I, I, don't I know will say, do. though, like uh, when I finally reached out and started using Twitter it was this weird feeling where it's like, wait a sec. Okay, I'm starting new on this new social media channel, and it is completely different than Facebook. And I used to use it as if it was kind of Facebook, mm-hmm, you know? Yeah. And now I've really gotten the hang of what Twitter is, and I fucking enjoy the shit out of it, you know? Yeah, I'm not saying like, oh, I love it. I love social media. It's, it's just more <laughs> like I way pref- I prefer it way more. Now I have an Instagram page, and I kind of under- understand what that is used for as well. And so now when I look at Facebook, I'm like, okay, I guess this really is for just talking to like close friends and family because I only have like a hundred friends on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you see websites like Twitch getting massive and that kind of live streaming just blowing up. And I just wanted to hear your guys's just take on the popularity of live streaming and maybe why it has such a draw. It'll make people have to be on their toes more. That's for sure. Yeah. You gotta be quick. <laughs> you gotta be witty. You gotta be witty, you man. Think something clever. Think of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next news story. Drive director director Nicholas Winding Refn wants to make a Batgirl movie. Hmm. Danish filmmaker filmmaker Nicholas <laughs> Winding Refn. It's a mouthful of words. Yeah. It really is. That guy's got a weird last. Every time I type it, I'm like, "There's no way that Winding is in his fucking." <laughs> yeah. like. You're talking about that. What about R E F N Refn? Like that's come on. Refn. Yeah. <laughs> 
Danish filmmaker Nicholas Winding Refn, who is known for the Pusher trilogy, Valhalla Rising, and Drive, among other movies, has expressed interest in tackling a superhero film. He has continued to do so while he promotes his latest film release, The Neon Demon, by specifically name-dropping a DC Comics character who has yet to appear in a 21st century live-action superhero blockbuster. Refn, speaking with Business Insider as he was out and about promoting the Neon Demon, expressed his continued interest in making a superhero film, asking, quote-unquote, one, what ones are left before saying, <laughs> quote-unquote, you know the one I want to do? I want to make Batgirl. Let's get Warner working on it. His last quote which, uh, here says, God, I would love to make a superhero film. It would probably be great fun. I don't know when it's going to happen. I very much enjoy my freedom creatively. creatively. Um, he's Danish, so, you know, English isn't his first language. <laughs> Yeah, but I also, this is his fault that it sounds so weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I, but I also would love to make one of those big Hollywood films that costs a lot of money and has a lot of people running around with cell phones and all that insanity. So I wanted to bring this one because I know that uh, Max and I are big fans of this director, especially his movie Drive. Valhalla, Valhalla Rising was a great film as well. And Max, I know you're uh, a comic fan, so this is him expressing... Yeah. Kind of what seems like half-hearted interest in making a film. It kind of sounds like just off-the-cuff remarks, but I don't know. What do you make of it? I don't know. I think he's genuinely interested. He just doesn't want to like come out in the interview and be like, somebody hire me to make the Batgirl <laughs> film. I will do it, because you don't want to seem that eager. But I, I mean, I guess it would be cool. It would be like almost too fitting for the DC Universe right now, where like their whole approach is like, we're grimier than... Marvel. <laughs> yeah. You know, things are a little bit more yeah, serious. But I do like I appreciate a lot of like the fight scenes and choreography and things like that in some of his previous uh movies, like Pusher and like uh fucking Valhalla yeah, Rising, Valhalla Rising you know, brutality in it. A little man. bit more like grimier and like more hard hitting feeling, you know, which I think would be a cool approach to Batgirl. Um no man, I think it would be cool. Of course I would like my you know, one of my yeah. favorite directors, if not my favorite director, to approach a cool DC comic book movie. So, do y'all not do y'all not get like the slightest bit of like not sellout, but kind of sell? I mean, because I feel like when you have something that's so unique and creative as like Valhalla Rising and Drive, and then to have that guy be like, "Let's make a superhero movie," and we're so oversaturated with superhero movies. I mean, does it not kind of rub you the wrong way? I mean. Oh. I mean, it's just like, look, dude, what does that mean to be a sellout now? I mean, if you look at, honestly, his <laughs> approach to movies is like, I hate to say it, but becoming stale. Like, I like to drive a lot. Only God Forgives comes out, and it's a lot like Drive, but like almost held up to that standard. It's not nearly anywhere as good. I still mm -hmm. like the movie. It's just not going to be as good comparatively. I've seen clips for Neon Demon, and it like looks, again, like he's kind of recycling the same formula. So I think it would be cool if he kind of, approached it like had that sort of like mainstream something like that something that everybody kind of knew and had to kind of kind of like mess with something as opposed to like create this thing that was so him which is honestly at this point becoming a little bit more like tiresome yeah you know so. hmm. yeah i think it, i think it'd be unfair to call him a sellout be, and and cite his earlier movies because i think you could you should look at those movies as saying like He's already accomplished in this area. Yeah. And so it would be cool to see him maybe take a step outside of that. What I do want to bring up, though, is I don't remember where I saw it, but I saw somebody, I think it was like a YouTube video or an article that was taking, it was around when Fantastic Four came out. And it was talking about how there's been some of these really big budget movies where they put um, kind of arty directors on them and they end up being huge busts. And what he, and he, oh, he actually looked at the Wachowski siblings as well with their, um, what was the one with Channing Tatum? Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, oh, 
Oh yeah, it I looks kinda, terrible. I, I never saw it. I remember watching the the trailer for it and being like, I might be considerable to watch that. Especially because his, <laughs> his his point that he was making was he was like, if you take a look at what what the gross amount of dollars that these films brought in that these directors had worked on before these superhero films, they would always kind of equal out to like this mid range. And then he says, out of nowhere, you give them this massive budget and you, you know, you're like, Oh, just, just the, the appeal of having this kind of smaller guy work with this property is going to get people excited about it. And then it ends up making kind of at that same bar where their films had been making Hmm. previously, um, which is in you know in blockbuster terms like a failure you know because yeah. your yeah. budget's so big. I wonder if the same thing would kind of happen here. Like I don't necessarily know if handing him a huge budget like he's saying that he wants and giving him a you know a big spotlight necessarily means he's going to create like the coolest superhero movie we've ever seen. It might end up being out of his league. You yeah. know? No, absolutely. I think that like honestly giving him a huge budget would be kind of a mistake because it would also like take away from what his movies are kind of known for which are very like isolated feeling and very like like camera shots as opposed to these like big spectacles and things like that um you're right i mean i know that's happened to a lot of directors before i forget who exactly was the director of the newest fantastic four movie i think it was the guy who did chronicle wasn't it maybe the fact is that the dude who everybody saw was going to do this new movie everybody was super hyped and then the movie came out and everybody said it sucked and then he like publicly said on twitter like dude guys i had like a better vision for this movie i wanted to make a better movie but like you know the the suits above him wouldn't let him. Huh. And he doesn't realize that like what comes with DC and like Batgirl and that huge name means that there's going to be a group of people looking over you saying no you can't do that okay yes we need more of this you know he's not he's going to be directing half of the movie you know yeah as opposed to which I mean is yeah, be a problem. And, yeah. yeah go ahead James. and he and he and he does allude he says like I do enjoy my um, creative freedom yeah. you know so I think he realizes that it would be uh, yeah there would be yeah, tension he there. would realize that yes yeah, I mean I could totally so. imagine how as a director that there are certain like types of directors that are more prone to be able to pull off like your big budget super action film you know like your Steven Spielberg kind of mm-hmm. stuff in what I, ways. what I think would be great actually is a low budget or maybe lower budget superhero movie yeah where it was, was a little grimier you know and I was totally about to bring that up because like you have, um, and Max, I want to get your your take on it because I know you're a big comic book guy. But you kind of have like the lower, like the not as popular comics, uh, comic runs that seem to go more for like a visceral art direction because they don't have to appeal to a larger market. Do you think there is space for that same approach in the superhero movie realm, where it's like let's just take a smaller budget and a random guy? And and see what happens, almost at, like what they're doing with Flash and stuff like yeah. that on Netflix. Well, I was know? gonna say, yeah, because I just finished Daredevil season two, and Daredevil season two or was Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, Daredevil season two was fucking really cool, and maybe that does huh. have something to say about it. To where like, it's almost like when you think about how like effects work and how like, oh, you want things to be more practical, and when it's a smaller film and things like that, of course, it's a little bit more accessible. But then once you get into this like weird in between range of like where you have more access to things that might take away from the movie, like CGI and where on the lower end it could be Michael Bay shit. Yeah, it could be poor CGI and then like, but people want it to always look more like authentic and practical, but when you get into these bigger spectacles, that becomes the more expensive option as opposed to CGI and it gets a little confusing. But I think, like he said that he wanted to take on Batgirl. I think if there was going to be anything that he could take on, Batgirl would be really 
like right in that realm of like where you don't need these huge spectacles to like portray that character authentically in mm-hmm. any way. I think so. Like I could have totally imagine, you know, the same way that like AMC has taken, you know, the comics of the preacher and Walking Dead. And, you know, like, you know, the Daredevil that you just mentioned. I mean, those are getting a lot of watching time. People are enjoying those a lot. And so instead, I could even imagine just instead of, yeah, like having these big budget one-off films where you might have like one or two iterations, I can totally imagine it being like way better to have like a smaller budget film, reeling it back a little bit, keeping the storyline like concise and interesting but then maybe like spreading it out over like five or six movies or something, you know, and like like putting them out one after the other or something. Yeah. Like just I don't know. Just well, have, take a different take on like it. with a universe too. You can always bring that character back in that sort of light in like another movie that maybe involves more of a spectacle. Like if you want to make back or put Batgirl into like the Justice League or whatever you want to do, that's where she can have yeah more of that like that sort of approach to her character while in her individual movies, which would be more speaking to like that true authentic superhero just in their own essence, you know, mm-hmm. like in that smaller sort of realm. So I don't know. I think it'd be cool. And preacher is a good thing to mention preacher. I've been watching that lately. It's really good. Yeah. Highly recommended. Okay. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, It's really good. Awesome. All right. Our last news story here is titled Europe's robots to become quote unquote electronic persons under draft plan. <laughs> oh, what? They're granting Europe's- them rights. Europe's growing army of robot workers could be classified as, quote, electronic persons, end quote, and their owners liable to paying Social Security for them if the European (laughs) Union adopts a draft plan to address the realities of a new industrial revolution. What is happening? What? What is this? (laughs) Is this real? Where did you get this source? By the way, so this This is is a legitimate website. Wow. Robots are being deployed in ever greater numbers in factories and also taking on tasks such as personal care or surgery, raising fears over unemployment, wealth inequality, and alienation. Their growing intelligence, pervasiveness, and autonomy requires rethinking everything from taxation to legal liability, a draft European Parliament notion dated May 31 suggests. However, Germany's VDMA, which represents companies such as automation giant Siemens and other and robot maker KUKA say, pr- say the proposals are too complicated and too early. One last thing to throw in there. German robotics and automation turnover rose 7% to 12.2 billion euros last year, and the country is keen to keep its edge in the latest industrial technology. KUKA is the target of a takeover bid by China's Medea. So, yeah, it gets into some more deeper economic speak in there. But I just thought the headline in the opening couple paragraphs in here were just like, what fucking year is it right now? <laughs> For yeah. real. Like, hey, is that thing that everybody thought would happen <laughs> 20 years ago? I just I can't believe what I heard about the Social Security thing. Like, yeah. like we're putting in reserves to be able to pay. Like, are we paying robots? Is that what they're saying? <laughs> because that's just b- malarkey. Uh. Is it? I don't. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea what it would mean. Maybe it's like insurance on them or something. Say, doesn't that know? just like really come down to like a serial number? Like, what is a social security number but a serial number for humans? Like, think about that for a minute. You know? Yeah, maybe what we're all just robots. What you're a robot, dude. Think about it. Well, that's what's weird is because <laughs> think about it, right? <laughs> yeah, fucking like, think, about sh- it. think about it. Because they're becoming they're becoming animated inanimate objects at this point, right? They have movement and they have capabilities, and we rely on them for stuff. But at what point? Do we consider them to have rights? 
You know, like what point are we really going to be like, all right, we got to treat them with respect here, guys, <laughs> you know, and outside of just like, we don't want to pay for another robot. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea what to say about this story. Like, it's <laughs> Honestly, I don't know where the extent of, you know, artificial intelligence is right now, but I didn't think yeah. we were anywhere near close to having to, you know, provide. It's speeding up, yeah. Max. Yeah, really it's fast, apparently, up, without me noticing. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't have much to say either. I just kind of want to throw this in for shock value. And shocking. I don't really know. It is shocking. I don't really know what the current state of, like, you know, automated work is yeah. in, in places like Germany. I should I should check it out. Maybe we should, you know, Research update. It. Come back to it. <laughs> yeah, update yeah. the audience on the story at one point in time. Absolutely. I just thought that headline was crazy. I thought the story was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I like it. Mind blown, so. That's all the news we've got, so let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk about the beer. If you want to follow the show once the mics are turned off, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Witty Banter Show. Also, like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash wittybanterpodcast, and help the show get discovered by leaving a review on iTunes. And finally, steer the conversation by sending a question to wittybantershow at gmail.com or suggest a beer for us to review by going to our website, wittybantershow.com. That's enough plugs. Let's get back to the show. And we're back from halftime. Sounded like the guy. You sound like Nin Nub from Return of the Jedi. That's exactly who I was channeling. So thank you. Do you know who that is, Max? You look like you're just trying to split through this one. Dude, I love Star Wars, man. Like my favorite. Have you guys seen? I'm totally on that SW game, bro. Who loves the wars? I like them in the stars. I'll tell you that much, man. What's up? On to the next thing. Let's go. Sick. All right. Let's put some more descriptors on the beer. I'm going to go first. Okay. I'm super fucking impressed with this beer. Okay, lay it this out. This beer is incredibly well balanced. It's straightforward, but it's balanced in the fact that like it's very alcoholic. It's, it's fucking bitter. It's bitter. It's hoppy. It smells dank. But there is like a huge malt characteristic, a big malt body underpinning all that that just really like holds it up. It's almost as if it's like... It's got all the malt and the, or it's got all the bitterness on its shoulders, and it's just rocketing it into your mouth. Pull, it's the pulling an atlas, <laughs> exactly. No, so but I do want to. It, it it's creamy to drink at first, and that bitter hop um, characteristic almost coats my tongue in the aftertaste, and it, and it almost makes my tongue feel like dry and like furry, you know, like mm-hmm. sticky. Huh. It just it's got this weird. None of that sounds pleasant. <laughs> but it's good. I'm enjoying it. Like, yeah. dude, I haven't I haven't liked an IPA honestly in a long time. And usually, like, one of the the, the kind of tests I like to do with these beers is like take a big gulp of it. You know, because mm-hmm. like I, I often find that I'm like I sip beers too much, and it's not always the best way to get the full thing. And yeah. like I'm able to gulp this beer pleasantly, and it's almost like the way that I'm enjoying to drink it right now. And it's this big hoppy. Just bitter, but but also malty thing. I and so for my couple flavor profiles, I want to put in there since we haven't done that yet. It's got a bit of like tropical fruit to me that I'm getting on like the front of my tongue, um, and I would even say maybe even like lemony, almost in like pine um, that I'm getting in there as well. So yeah. perfect, yeah, dude. I was gonna say piney as well. So mm-hmm. well done, but boom. But I agree, man. I feel like this beer is like kind of like a wall of flavor and that it is it's almost like i've imagined 
uh, myself, or I've, I've, I've had other beers where like it looked like they were going for the same thing that this beer was going for, but they just didn't pull it off as well. Because it is like very hoppy, it's very bitter, it has high alcoholic, you know, um, uh, ABV. So, you know, it would be very easy to kind of just like for it to fall apart, but it doesn't. It's very well put together, it's very smooth, and um, it gives me kind of like everything that I expected. But it's just a little bit more, yeah. It's just a little bit more put together. It's got a nice little bow on it, and then at the back end, like yeah, I get it's it does kind of warm my stomach, mm-hmm. and it's uh nice and I just I, I'm enjoying this one. I really like this one. It's kind of hard else. I don't really have a whole lot else other than that. Like it's it's like a standard. It's a, a, what you would imagine like a imperial IPA to be, but just like a little bit better, kind of. Yeah, it's almost like so straightforward. That you're caught off guard, but like I was saying before, it's not that it like changes and like eases up. It's almost like comes in there and tells you like, it's okay, dude. Like it's okay that I'm here and I'm this strong and I'm this potent. Kind of reminds me a little bit of like a really dark chocolate kind of that way, where you try it and you're like, ooh, chocolate, and then you eat it and you're like, oh, that's so bitter, and then you try <laughs> yeah. it and you're like, but that's actually okay. Like yeah. that's actually pretty cool. You know, I can like drink this, I can sip this. You know, it double make my triple hurt. take. Yeah, dude, and that's how I feel about it. Honestly, yeah, dude. yeah dude. like for real, dude. It's uh, like, oh, the beer, dude, it's like dark chocolate, good, dude. Like dark you're chocolate. Gonna, you suck down on that resin, though. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fucking resin, dude. <laughs> I like this resin, dude. I almost like it better than some other beers I've had. It's fucking good. No, really, I like this beer a lot. It's really straightforward. It's really just bold and it's harsh but and it's not bad tasting it's not off-putting it's just a lot of flavor all at once so that's good i like it cool cool well we're about to head into the segment but before we do i just gotta let you in on like this super vivid vision i just had for some reason mm-hmm. i keep my beer right at the edge of my desk and right under it is my computer and i was like god if this if i fucking poured this out like knock this over to my computer i think i would have like a nervous breakdown oh like, it would just, be caught on the podcast and i'm kind of upset yeah, that that didn't you happen you guys would lose video feed and i would be like <laughs> i would be over here like oh no 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 why is this podcast 4 hours long we get to the end it's just nothing but that for like 3 hours no 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 please Oh, man. I don't know. That, that just came up. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and move on to our segment. We are bringing back one that we did pretty recently because we had so much fucking fun doing it. This is Metal or Magic. Magic. Murder. You think that All right, Max, metal. you're going to be the... <laughs> <laughs> Max, metal. Max is going to be the arbiter today. I will, uh, I will take the reins on this one. I had a lot... I will just say I had a lot of fun... Good. Researching and getting this ready, I really overdid well, this it. Is, I hope this that, is the grudge match, right? And I hope yeah. that this slowly but surely gets you interested in magic, and maybe oh, yeah. one day you'll come to the table of the deck. You know, more you're so already th- interested in it. It's, it's fucking cool. More so, just re-sparked my interest in metal. But yeah, you're right, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I have been just listening to a whole bunch of old metal bands that I love, and it's just been really sick. So I'm going to start it off. I have kind of a little bit. Well, of Well, hold like, on a second. Uh-huh. We got to explain the rules real quick yeah, okay. for those so, who haven't who haven't heard it before. So metal and magic is pretty simple. Max is going to read a line of words. A quote. <laughs> okay, good start. Excellent. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and it's <laughs> either going to come from a magic card description, Magic the Gathering, or it will be lyrics from a heavy metal song, mm. and Hunter and I have to decipher which one is which. If we both get it wrong, then Max gets the point. Yeah. If one of us gets it right, we get the point. Exactly. Okay. So just as like kind of a precursor, just to kind of like really isolate how the rules work, I'm going to go with Chase is going to go first. Okay. The first time, but for whoever's winning, 
You are going to answer first. That way, okay. the second person who needs the points or something gets kind of a little bit of a handicap. Awesome. Also, okay. you both get one lifeline, which in a lifeline, I will read you the name of the card and or the name of the song. Okay. So you get one. So use it wisely. I suggest using it on your second if you're guessing second because you might get I really like. I really like that part of it because, you know, like, it might really help. Because I made it up. Yeah. Well, it might. Because <laughs> I'm a genius. Like, the name of the song and or card might really help you. No, or it might not at all. Be that much so funnier. So you have yeah. to kind of be choosy with what your lifeline is going to be. This one's so. called Goblet of Blood. <laughs> okay, six, <laughs> like six. That right. Definitely no, be both. I considered that when picking like these songs. <laughs> I hope you guys ask what okay. the names of these are. Okay, good, good, good. All right, guys, let's find a good one, a really good one to kind of start us off. Don't look at my paper. I'm not. I'm, I'm purposefully way, looking please. to the left. Excellent. See those wondering eyes over there. Yeah, for real. All right, I got the first one here. Uh, Chase, you're going to go first because you are the reigning champ. I hate to admit it, but you did squash the last <laughs> I hate person to admit that you it beat. Too, man. I don't remember who it was, but what if it's Squash is a pretty good word for it. Cool. All right. <laughs> All right, so this first one is going to be for you, Chase. Steal breath swiftly, but steal life slowly. I'm going to go with a metal song on that one. Okay, metal song. Sick. And over to Hunter. <laughs> Sick, real good. Okay, <laughs> okay cool. Uh, can, you, can, okay, you can you repeat it one more time thorough? Steal breath swiftly, but steal life slowly. I'm going to say magic card. Okay. If it is a magic card, it might be an steal, enchantment. Steal life, dude. I'm okay. thinking it's yeah, got to have... Yeah, but steal breath? What the fuck does that mean? Steal breath like S-T-E-E-L is what I'm thinking. Uh, okay, that's all uh, right. It's not right from here, but you are right about it being a magic card, so that's cool. Woohoo! Woo! Look that who's <laughs> not in an O now. All right, Chase. there we go. <laughs> that's going to be the Death Watch card. And Chase, you were close. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about magic, but I did read that it was an enchantment creature. So that's oh, sup. Okay. That's pretty cool, right? Sup, you got zero points, bro. Yeah, I mean, you're still losing. Let's definitely uh, <laughs> isolate that for sure. <laughs> Cool, excellent, and on to the next one, which means that you will be going first. Here, okay, Hunter. I'm ready. I hope you're ready for it. Toots All right, my goots. And we're doing first to five, right? First I don't know. Do we? We never really laid that out. Yeah. What's okay. First to five. I got enough for first to five for sure. Okay. Well, no, no, no. I guess, or maybe there's just five questions, right? Last yeah, time we questions. did it just five questions, and then we had All more. Right, yeah, what are we gonna say right now? We need to say it right now. Five questions. Just you're five the questions. game arbiter. You're the decider. I just got so many. I'm just willing to. I hope it comes down we'll to do a tie. Do just five. Do okay. just five. Okay. Sure, I can do more. We got limited to time here. Okay, guys. Uh, here it comes. The next one for you. <laughs> really I'm, I'm really <laughs> focusing yes, really uh, hard right yes. now. Okay, so I am the servant of the blind to cross the realms of death. I am the servant of the blind to cross the realms of death. <laughs> I'm going to say that's a metal song. Metal song. Interesting choice. I, too, am going to go with metal song. Ooh, you both got it right. Excellent choice. Yeah, awesome. Right. Be, yeah, a blind guardian song. It's Wizard's Crown. Which, if you haven't heard of Blind, blind Guardian, Guardian, that was who I was going to draw for. Really? Dude, yeah, Blind Guardian is like, if you're thinking of fantasy material. metal, that's kind of the right you got to go. Well, thank you for telling me, Chase, because I will now avoid Blind Metal. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellently done. He'll tiptoe around that I'll, one. Uh, <laughs> do that one. All right, man. 2-1. Uh, right, I'm, okay. uh, I'm feeling pretty hot to trot right now. Hot to trot. 2-1. So you both so got I still right. have to go first, right? Yeah, you still have to go first. You okay. are still in the lead. I'm looking for a good one in here. <laughs> uh, there was one that I had. It was so good. Okay, here it is, guys. Okay. Are right, you ready for it? All right, it? I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm ready. All right. 
Dark legions swarmed in from above. Our fate is sealed. They smell our blood. Can I, can I hear it one more time? Dark legions swarmed in from above. They smell, or I'm sorry, our fate is sealed. They smell our blood. See, I, I, f- I feel like this one's going to be one of those counterintuitive ones. I'm going to take my lifeline. You're going to take your lifeline on that one? Yeah. Okay, that's... Uh, <laughs> 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 okay, so this is uh, The Unseen Tormentor. <laughs> the Unseen Tormentor? Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I got to say magic card for that. Okay. Fuck, I'm also going to say magic card, yeah. Yeah, there is not a single one on here that I wish you would have asked the name for more because that is a metal song <laughs> by Early Man no! called Unseen Tormentor. And I was like, <laughs> that'd be so funny if they asked what this card was. And I said Unseen Tormentor and they would absolutely think it was the card. No, yeah. Early Man, one of my favorite metal bands. If anybody out there loves, I'm sure, magic and metal, check them out. They are like Early Man's dope yeah, as the shit. The right amount of cheese, the right amount of metal, <laughs> the right amount of thrash. It's excellent. Dang. They I got, can't believe they got that the wasn't... perfect amount of mustard on it. <laughs> exactly. Not too overdone, not Dijon, nothing too spicy. Still no pickles. Still no pickles. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. All right, so that was question number three, still 2-1. All right, excellent, which means that you are up again, Hunter. I believe that is the case. Beware the unholy fire, my guardian of the trees. Beware the unholy fire, my guardian of the trees. <laughs> because, like, immediately when I think fire, I'm like, okay, it's a red magic card. But then when I say my guardian of the trees, I'm like, um, is it a green magic card? I don't know. <laughs> this enchantment grant. You don't have to say what color <laughs> the card protection is. Protection from red. <laughs> it is a uh, dual uh, colored magic card. This is your color magic. <laughs> okay. Um. I'm gonna say that's a. I'm gonna say it's a metal song, man. I say it's a metal song. Okay. Chase. God damn it! Uh, I'm gonna use my lifeline. Uh, Warrior of Ice. <laughs> God fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta go with metal song. I hate matching Hunter beat for uh, yeah, beat, but I have to. It sucks, and uh, you're both right. That is definitely Woo-hoo! a metal song. That's by the band Rhapsody. Uh, Warrior of Ice, very okay. good. If you like Blind Guardian, Rhapsody's the same band, I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> so that's cool. Right they just switched to drummer. It's cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> Excellent. So is that four? Have we gone through four? That's four questions. The score is three to two. Chase has really got a... If I guess right, you're in the shithole. Yeah. So that's hey, cool. what's it like feeling like a smug dick over there? <laughs> huh? Dude, you've been uh, sitting on a thr- uh, on a throne so far. I gotta take you off it, man. Yeah. I gotta, and, I, and the way that it's gotta work is through confidence. Confidence alone will get me to what I want. Excellent. All right, honey, you're up. All right, you ready for this one? Yes. Final okay. question. Over and over it rose. <laughs> over and over we fell. Over and over it rose. Over and over we fell. <laughs> I think this is a good one to end on because like this really doesn't like this doesn't talk about mechanics in any sort of way. Um I've I'm going to go metal song. Okay. God damn it. I too am going to say metal song. Chase, you need to know how to play the game, which is where I, when you know you can <laughs> score a point on him on your last ditch effort, you go for it, because that's actually the Deathless Behemoth, a creature card in Magic, <laughs> where you would have been able to tie. And when he I said know. Metal Song, I was like, well, okay, that's cool. Chase is just going to absolutely go for the other one just to desperately get an attempt at getting a point. 
but boy, did he blow. So Coolio, uh, that is Ben Metaler magic. I have so many good, good, good lines on here. Yeah, I'm excited for, uh, for us to bring wait it back. for future songs. I don't know if I like anymore. the one person going first the whole time. It puts a weird bias on it. Why? Because if you went first and he had a point, then he could just copy you and win. Yeah, I guess that's true. I'm trying Never to make mind. it fair. I'm a fucking idiot. I got it. <laughs> There's a logic element to it. There's a lot more than just knowing your metal songs and your magic cards. There's a logic element. Uh, a whole lot of different things are I'm going on I'm glad we here. got it's mind games going games. on. That makes it fun. Yes, it's very cool. I had a few more, uh, but you know. We need to make an actual crown, and Hunter would be wearing it at the end of this one, because yeah. he would he would be the metal or magic the metal champion. Or magic How would, it, would we make two crowns for you to have one and for me to have one on the other no, end? No, you would have to overnight it to the other person. <laughs> yeah. Flying it over. It's like 40 bucks, dude. It sucks. You and need you to wear win. it like throughout the next uh, podcast. Throughout your life. Yeah. Uh, throughout that week for the most part. Well, I'll tell you what, right now I already want to do the game again, so you better prepare for <laughs> <by> next time. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm willing to step up whenever you guys need me to because there are some killers on here. So. Yeah. Uh, that was really right. fun. Thanks for bringing yeah. that, Max. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for. I had a lot of fun making it. Cool. Now, let's go ahead and dive in to the mail corner. It's, it's, it's mail corner. We have a couple questions this week. I hear a silence. I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it. I think I'm supposed to do something too. I'm like looking at you guys. The beeps that come out of you right now, it's like there's a tiny little jack in the box that lives in your throat that's just popping out every time now. Dude, I was I was talking about this earlier. You know what my inspiration for my beeps has been in the in like lately? Where? Lay it on me. Pikachu. <laughs> uh, okay. I'd imagine Pikachu doing yeah. something like ah, pickle, 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 pickle. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty good That's actually pretty real <laughs> All right. I can see that If you want to get your question read Just email the show Wittybantershow at gmail.com Or you can tweet at us Which is at Wittybantershow on Twitter Or you can go to our website Wittybantershow.com Our first question comes from none other than The queen of love and beauty Darian Femal wow. Who asks <laughs> If you could nice. go back and review a beer, which one would it be, and what score would you give it? Oh, that's a great question. That's a really good question, actually. Thanks, Darian. Yeah. Thank you, Darian, for the question. Hunter, what do you think? This is interesting because you have two approaches, I feel like, with your answer, right? You have, I really liked a certain beer, and I'd like to revisit it and see if I felt any differently about it. But then there's also like those instances where maybe like you felt like, you didn't really know how to review a beer or like you might have you might now feel differently about a beer that you reviewed badly or something in the past. Um, just first off the top of my head, because I was actually talking about this with uh, with someone close is the banana bread beer. I, I gave it like a five. And while I still don't think like I still kind of view it as a gimmicky beer and gimmicky beers kind of aren't my thing. But I still think I would give it a better score now because I feel like I would be able to give it credit for like accomplishing kind of what it wanted, you know, and and like I guess hearing even after in our 50th episode where Chris brought the uh, banana bread beer to review again. Um, it was just really interesting hearing like a different perspective from honestly somebody who's a lot more knowledgeable about beer than me. And he really loved that beer. And so like, yeah, I think that would be the one I'd go with. I'd that's, probably try that one. Yeah, that's funny because I've heard nothing but like super positive reviews about the banana yeah. uh, bread beer. At yeah. the time, I was not digging it. <laughs> Ooh, had to be different, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
So the ones that come to mind real quick, I don't know if, if I would necessarily, I don't remember enough of them to say like what I would give it, but the ones I would want to review, revisit that stick out in my mind is the Elda M Milk Stout, because mm. we fucking hated that yeah, one. Yeah, we really did. And I'd be curious to see if I still thought it was a shit beer. Mm-hmm. The other one, I think the highest beer I ever rated with a 9.5 was that funk metal beer <laughs> from Jester King, right? I'm not sure. I remember uh, the local one definitely got your vote. I remember that, but I don't remember. This, this one came after episode 50. Hmm. Okay. It was like a sour stout, and I was like over the moon with it. I'd be really inter- interested to see if I was still all about that yeah. that beer as well. Um, Interesting. I thought you might say scrimshaw. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe I mean, reapportion the name, of- you know? Yeah. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that. It would be interesting to go to back to that one and see if I was still just because like we couldn't, we had nothing to really say about that one. Yeah, you know. But that's why it's like perfectly mediocre. And honestly, that <laughs> name is perfect connotation for exactly what we put it for. This which beer is, like, is a scrimshaw. It is a scrimshaw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Max, do you have any beers that, whether on so, or off the show, that you'd like? Uh, well, to yeah. No. Officially? So I'm trying to think about all the beers that was around to review. Um, Could always go for that pecan. Eh? I was, li- was going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say I would go immediately to the doctor's office. I would say, look, dude, I got this allergy. I need you to do something about it. Give me something even for just 24 hours of just like relief from this allergy. And I would go back and I would review the pecan be, beer with you That would guys. be really cool if you I could do that. I will investigate if there's something I can do for that. And then we'll have a special revisiting episode to the beer where one of your people couldn't actually drink it on the show. So <laughs> really interesting approach you guys took to that podcast. So okay. that really <laughs> yeah, we didn't think it through. It was, <laughs> number, it was number four, man. It was early. Yeah, it was early. But yeah, that's the one I would go back and try out again. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. All right. Our next question comes from one of our new listeners who's becoming a favorite listener, I must admit, Ben Ebig. Yeah, Hunter, what a badass. Who left us a question on WittyBanterShow.com, and he says, it's a little challenge to all of us. Ooh. He says, if I get the platinum trophy in Dark Souls 3, will the cast of Witty Banter play the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection? Deal or no deal? And I will say this. I know that you two aren't the biggest gamers. You don't play as many games. And no. I am the one playing Dark Souls, and I'm the one who hasn't played any of the Uncharted games. Uh-huh. I'm going to relegate this challenge to me. Okay. 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 I'm going to let you Take guys leave it out. Fair. Yes. Represent us. I'm going to alter the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. <laughs> if you can it's not going to be Uncharted. P- it's going to be Dark Souls 1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to make it against Chase right now. I can well, tell. The, so... I am two trophies away from platinuming Dark Souls 3. And all I have to do is get 30 of these items that I just have to fucking sit there and farm. And if you go on forums and you look up Dark Souls 3, proof of a Conford kept, it's everyone and their mother on a forum saying, fuck this <laughs> item. Yeah. Because basically there are a couple enemies in the game that drop it, and the drop rate is super low. And there's people who have spent like hours farming these fuckers and only get like seven and you need 30. Wow. wow, wow. And so like, it's gotten to the point where like, I think about 50 hours into dark souls three, I was like, I'm honestly over it. Like, yeah. I don't want to play this anymore, but I was like, I'm so close to the trophy. But so I finally got to a point where that's all I need. And I'm like, I'm taking a break. Like I'm stepping away <laughs> since I, I just need to farm. I can come back to this anytime I want. You know, I just got to play something else. I got to do something else, you know? So here's the deal. Ben Ebig, if you can platinum Dark Souls 3 before I can, I will play the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection because I haven't played any of the Uncharted games. I, it actually yeah. seemed like a really, like something that I might like. I was going to say, when he mentioned that, I was like, I feel like I should play these games. They're supposed to be really good. 
And that's enough hey, if of you like a, throw your, if you want to throw your lot into this, look, you can. I will. I will just say that I will purchase Uncharted. Uh, whichever one, which one does he want us to get? Three, the most the, latest one, the Four? Nathan Drake collection. The Nathan Drake collection. I which will is definitely purchase it and play it and stream it or something or something like That's that. That's bullshit, yeah. Max. You will not. Okay. Well. Okay. Let well, me. Yeah, well, no. Let me no, s- no. Okay. Let's, let's no, do that. Okay, dude. <laughs> You want to do this right now on the air? No, okay. I got to bring this out. I will out. play I this game this before Chase will. Absolutely. In 2013, okay. I gave you a PlayStation 3 <laughs> yes. and a copy of The Last of Us. I okay. said, Max, play yeah. this game. It is now 2016, and not only did you not play The Last of Us on PS3, you bought a PS4 with <laughs> The Last of Us bundled <laughs> in it, and you still have not played PS4. And I got to be honest, Max, yeah. you're a one-trick pony. But you're the street. You're a Street Fighter player, three and th- through and through. There's nothing wrong with that, but we gotta have a discussion about okay, this. Okay, let's hash it out right here on the air, dude. I say, I mean, okay, I, I feel are you salt. serious? Let's get it on. Yeah, man. Like, uh, like for <laughs> real, dude. <laughs> no, no. Like, but seriously, Max. Like, you don't play other games. That's you true. Know, I, and, and, like, there's not there's not enough time really to do it if, anymore. I mean, you and I used to yeah. play multiplayer games together yes. all the time. Yes. And we we just can't. I know. I understand. We're adults now. It's the worst. Uh, don't ever do it. If you're not an adult yet, <laughs> just don't, dude. It's overrated, dude. It sucks. Okay. Opt out yeah, of, dude, of, the, of the adult thing. Back up, dude. It's horrible. Nah, but the only reason I would say that is because one. Uh, me and the the family, uh, we all bought a projector recently. It's been a lot of fun playing little games on that. I think if I was to play like Uncharted on that projector with the gang, with the family, me and my wife, very uh, enjoyable. Wyatt, yes, that would be really awesome too. Uh, just play with everybody as one. You know, we could all watch it almost like a movie. You know, as that, that would Yeah, I'm just saying I was willing to give it a try. I didn't say I was going to like beat it. It's probably really long. It's so. just very interesting because I've always considered you, Max, yeah. to be somebody that was good at kind of just anything that they picked up and tried. Yeah. You know, I mean, like we'd, we we play a poker like game and like for some random reason just you kill just it, you know? kick ass, you know. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it seems weird that you would uh, you'd limit yourself to the Street Fighter because it seems like, you know, you're l- lest I remind you that you were the god of Guitar Hero at one point. Oh, still am. You know? There's no were in there. I believe we actually revisited this roughly like a year no, ago. No, I mean there is a. I mean there is definitely competition after the the heydays. But in in the middle of the heydays, I mean I I'm just gonna say like I don't think anyone could step really. Like yeah. come on. I'm sorry, but there was a point in time when it was just me and Max playing for many nights, and the competition was fucking fierce, <laughs> and not a lot of people were there to see it. And Max likes to showboat a whole weird. lot. See, like, nobody, how is there not a lot of people to see it when Max. we hung out all the time? Yeah, I mean, nobody was able to see it. It's really weird that sometimes it was super competitive and nobody was there. But when people were this there, this is what Max does. He retroactively, <laughs> he takes regressive history and he, it, and he inserts himself and he says, "Oh no, I was always the best." Max, I challenged in you at a great many of things. You're not as fucking great as you think you are at these games. I'm sorry. I will say, Chase, yeah, you, like a, you were a definitely more of a competition for Max than any of us. Look, for w- sure. When the time comes, when the witty banner challenge comes with Guitar Hero, you just let me know. I will be here. But, okay. You know, just for now, I'm just gonna be the reigning champ. You know, just, <laughs> nothing to it. You don't have to bring it up like all the time. Chase is so salty. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You guys are on Max's dick. You have let him poison the Kool-Aid, and you just, be- you just believe it now. Well, I'm not even a gamer at all, so, I mean, it's okay. I just, I opt out of that as well. Mm-hmm. Ben, 
accept your challenge. If you can get the Dark Souls 3 trophy before I can, I promise you I will play some of the Uncharted games. Y'all should timestamp right. it. Yeah, I will Make watch sure you Jason's stream it. when he plays Uncharted. That's my, yeah. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Our last question is titled, the subject line is, let us not jump to conclusions about my true identity. Rather, let us simply rename Mail Corner. <laughs> yeah, so that's Nick. Absolutely. We've all decided that, right? No, it, this, it definitely has to be Nick. Yeah, I gotta there's say. nobody else. That's Nick for sure. So He says, sup. <laughs> I'm awarding one point to Max for having the most feasible answer last episode to the Pokemon question. Good job. You're welcome. Well done. Yeah, you guys scoffed at that. I remember that. I jumped right in with logic, realism. See, the thing is, is I've always been the best <laughs> at answering emails. Um, one day you guys I'm might be able to challenge right me, but now. anytime you want to answer right emails now. now, just let me know. Thank you, Dunter. We didn't say it. This I is from Dunter, like right? I just felt like Blastoise was a very aggressive one. I mean, there's a lot of water Fresh Pokemon. Water? A lot of Pokemon that could have done the same thing as Blastoise. Fresh mm. water is the most important research, resource Who's on the planet Earth. Who's to say Earth? it's going to be fresh? <laughs> I, think he's a, I think he's a saltwater <laughs> turtle, to be completely honest. I mean... I'd have to look into it. <laughs> anyway, I have a two-part question for you this time. One, what is one fashion trend you wish would just go away or had never existed during your lifetime? Okay. And what is one fashion trend you wish would come back into style? Yours forever and always, Dunter Bindlestiff Horset. <laughs> Bindlestiff, huh? Love the middle name. Interesting. I have a feeling this is actually just Hunter, now that I'm thinking about it. Just emailing the show. <laughs> it could Good be. I cover mean... up, dude. Complimenting me. <laughs> um, that would be pretty lame if, if it was me yeah, dude, emailing our show really under a guise. Uh, Who wants to take it up first? Who's, I, does anyone have a jump to conclusion? I got a pretty good one, I think. Um, the really, the really long T-shirts. You know what I mean? Is this something you like or want to come I, back? No, the ones that were that are in right now. All right, so we had tall tees back are in those our day. In right now. I mean, I've been seeing them all over the place. Is it like a? Is it like girls wear really long t-shirts? No, 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 no. Boys wearing. Long That's pretty awful too. Yeah, yeah. Either way, it doesn't matter what sex you are. I still don't like them. <laughs> like the really long like t-shirts that have like kind of come around with like the new rap phase, like the Kanye West themed rap. You know hmm. that ASAP Rocky themed rap where it's like got a little hip fashionista hip hop vibe. Yeah, it's like hip hop. It's like fuck with me. I'm so fashionista y, but um, I'm also like a. But I, don't, I also don't care. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hmm. I'm not into that one. I don't. I'm not digging that too much. Okay, Chase, you got one. I feel like Chase has a good sense of style. Yeah, Chase. Yeah, you're right. Chase does have a good sense of style. <laughs> now I got a stroke. Chase you hear is that? Nice. Look at me, dude. You hear that? Yeah, it was pretty cool when I did it ten years ago. So that was pretty cool as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when am I going to get my man. ego stroked? <laughs> All I'm saying, Max's strategy here. You, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh -huh. He's going to retroactively, slowly <laughs> but surely, make sure that you think yeah. he was always the best. Interesting. At. Uh -huh. Anyway, you have an answer or what, dude? <laughs> I don't know. As far as like shitty fashion trends, all of them. I hate. There's uh, like the fact that everyone and their mother now wears plaid shirts and plaid um, button ups yeah. has ruined my plaid button ups. I used to love wearing <laughs> plaid button ups, and now everyone and their fucking mothers got them. That's right. But one, I think my number one worst offender is, and I can give you a very specific. Uh, piece of shoe here. Uh -oh. Wow. Clark's Desert Chuckas. I fucking hate. I don't know what those are. They're these brown boots and they're like, they go up to about your ankle and they've got like a wax lace and they just, you know, they just, they just lace up like one or two times and everyone in their mother, it is like the casual footwear 
just Bible for people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I used to say it was like the fucking I want to be a young professional starter kit when you would see somebody in a light blue Oxford shirt, uh, khaki pants and those fucking Clark's chuckets. <laughs> and I was I, I still see them and I fucking I think they're the ugliest shoe and they're super popular as far as trends that I would want to come back in a style. I just wish people would fucking dress up a little bit more. Nice. You want class. You, know, you want like, class to be back in the I like it. I just, yeah, like I, you look at pictures from back in the day and everyone's wearing a fucking suit and I just kind of miss that. Like, or not miss that, but <laughs> I, I would there, be down. Every, <laughs> every single person yeah. is wearing a suit back in the day. Uh, I would be down to try to get back into that. Hunter, Hunter what, what about you? So I have, I have a couple because they're specific clothing, clothing items that I really don't like. One is, you know, I'm okay in fact, I rock fairly often your 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 polo shirt. Mm-hmm. What I really don't like polo is cake. when the polo is magnified to like your oh, entire. Oh, dude, yeah, that's the worst. Your entire yeah, that's actually peck. really bad. And it's yeah, I really just think that's a stupid look, and I've never really thought it was cool ever. But so for some reason, like it's like a, a relevant thing item. I also have always thought that um, it's also a shoe. Uh, the rubber. What are they called? Chacos or, or um, they're like um, what are the rubber little slippers or sandals Crocs? that have holes? In- Crocs. I think Crocs are the stupidest thing, and I don't understand why they ever caught on. Like, I understand that they're cheap, but <laughs> there's a shit ton of cheap cheap mm. shoes that you could buy, and that don't look half as stupid as that. So those are the two that I really don't like. As far as like things that I would like to come back. I kind of want to like I, I I would be tempted to piggyback off Chase. I hate whenever like you go to work and you're feeling good and you're dressed up and like people are coming in and you're just like why why can't you just do a little bit more? But if I was gonna give like a specific fashion item that I want to come back, I don't know. It'd be cool. It, are afros are afros <laughs> back? <laughs> Are afros here? Are they do afros? Have we? Can re- I get my have afro? We, back? Have we recycled the afro yeah, trend yet? We all remember Hunter in his youth when he had that huge afro. <laughs> give me that afro door set. Give me that resin perm, dude. Resin. <laughs> Isn't that more of a hairstyle? <laughs> yeah, that's a stylistic it's a trend. choice. It's a trend choice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I guess we could all do with more afros. Well, thank you for the question, Dunter Horset. It seems like Hunter wants to keep the Hunter and Max want to keep the. Uh, the male corner name the same. Yeah, dude. I think you're Nick. fighting an uphill battle. I, I think until he proves that he's not Nick. Until Nick mails in and says, hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> Who's this Dunner guy? <laughs> he's probably going to do that us. next yeah, episode. No. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the male corner we've got. So let's go ahead and put some numbers on this beer and we'll get out of here. We got to get out of here fast, Max, because you actually made me mad talking about guitar. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right. Let's, let's do this thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I clearly didn't help that, yeah. that saltiness. <laughs> It's just funny, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's go back to this for once. Before we do the numbers. Oh gosh. Look, okay, dude. who do you want to go first, Chase? Uh, Max, you go first. Um, I think since you... you're so good at everything. Yeah, because, yeah, thank you. You know, save the best for first. That's what they always say. Uh, okay, so I liked the beer a lot. I didn't like it as much as you guys did. I don't think. That being said, I don't know your numbers or what your final tallies are. Um, I get it, dude. It's it just tastes like a really good. IPA would, you know, really bold. Um, not like it's bitter, but not gross. Um, I like it a lot. But that being said, there's nothing like super in particularly special about it. I will say that it's 
the middle in that sense. So I'm gonna give it like a six point five. Okay. Yeah. Six point five. Hunter, how about your number? Um, yeah. I mean, you're right. I do like it uh, a little bit more probably than you. I think. I think after you kind of identified Chase the um, like the multi base that underlies it, I feel like that that helped identify that that for me and that that made me like it even that much more. Um, I do kind of like, you know, like your initial upfront, like creamy, bitter, hoppy punch. And then it kind of mellows out a little bit, but it doesn't just completely evaporate at the end of the taste profile. And, uh, you know, it's high alcoholic content, but it goes down like very sessionably for, for that high of an alcoholic content beer. Um, it's basically everything I want in an IPA. I'm going to give this for this beer, like for the style of beer, I'm going to give this a nine. Wow. Fuck. That's super. I, I haven't feel like had, you didn't like, I haven't had that many IPAs that I feel like I just like absolutely like more than this. So you kind of like this one because it's a really good IPA. Yeah. Like normally you're not terribly keen. Yeah. I usually don't IPA signify scene. about, you know, the, the style or genre or whatever, but like this as an IPA, like it's top of the top of, of ones I've tried, I think. All right. For my score, the rundown of this beer, I, 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 this one's awesome. I really like this beer. Um, it's really incredible how it's able to give you something that's so simple but so drinkable. And I think it's got such large, just large, not, there's not like a lot of flavors, but what's, what is there is very bold. Yet somehow there's enough backbone in, in actually drinking it to make it go down smoothly. Like I could see how this beer could be very watery. Like these, these flavors could be attached to a watery beer and I would really dislike it. But the fact that it's got like a creamy mouthfeel because of just how like thick it is, it just makes drinking it so much more enjoyable. And that bitterness is just weighed perfectly by that malt base and it's never too much. It comes in at the very end. It kind of like dries your tongue out. Um, it smells dank as shit, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And that was not a when joke. it comes to like, yeah, when it comes to actual like flavor profiles, I mean, it just, it tastes up front kind of like pine and tropical fruit, maybe a little tart, like, like grapefruit or something. Um, but I just can't stop gulping this one, but like quaffing it, just like lapping it up. I wish it's I had so more. Good. Yeah, exactly. I wish I had more as well. Um, Hunter, I'm going to match you. I'm going to give this one a nine. Fucking right. I'm just the odd man out over here. <laughs> you got to know your stuff. That's probably what it is. You got to get more into Doesn't that. Doesn't taste anything like soda, so. You got you to gotta really burn the bottom of that bowl, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really good with the resin. Like, I'm not sure how to make really that work. I don't really know if, like, what the resin what is. What is that? Boy, does supposed to taste as bitter? <laughs> well, that's been episode number 65 of Witty Banter. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to subscribe to us on iTunes, that would be great because all the episodes would show up in your download queue for free. So just search Witty Banter on iTunes, hit subscribe, and all of those will pop up. If you don't have iTunes, that's okay because we're on other podcasting services of your choice. If we're not on one that you use, just send us an email to wittybantershow.com at, or wittybantershow at gmail.com and we'll be sure to get it hooked up. But if you want to send questions, you can use that email address as well. You can also get, a, get at us on Twitter. Um, and of course, we have a 
a Facebook page as well, which is facebook.com slash witty banter podcast. I am on Twitter. I'm at Bodacious Chase. Max is at Maxi Dengus. He changed his tag recently, which made me made <laughs> it really it hard to find him. A long time ago. But I've just been letting it slide because I was like, I don't know. I meant to like tell you afterwards. I was like, wait, that's not my name anymore. Oh no. But that's okay. Yeah, no. That's at Maxi Dengus, man. You can find me on there or on my CFN Maxi Dengus. These are the only it. two things I use for the most part. There you go. Yep. I am also on Twitch. I am t- uh, twitch.tv slash bodacious chase and hunter has a very kick-ass band called casual interference which you can find on soundcloud if i am not mistaken very good i appreciate the uh, the shout out all right well that's been number 65 thank you guys so much for joining me as always i am chase that's been hunter and of course we've got max thank you all and good night thank you for having me guys